Where are your nuclear vessels? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 189 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. Again, that is episode 000, Destruct Zero, Picard Sucks at Passcodes. I'm only kidding, episode 189, Stardate, March 6, 2022. I am your host, Calm as a Cardassian with Canard, Jimmy Dice, and with me, my man with his very own Targ in the background, Mr. Ed Bossart. How are we, sir? Don't know what that means. <laughs> I call Wrigley a Targ. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. They're Still on, don't know what that on, is. It's all right. It's like a Klingon dog or something that oh. you, you know, hunt. It's like a, you know, a, like a wolf beast out in the mountains of Kronos that you hunt Ooh. or hunt with. You tame so, from the wild. Nice. I know Klan- Kronos. I know Klingon. So, like... I'm excited for this episode because it's Star Trek. We're doing a little special today. And uh, I don't know a lot about Star Trek, but I know some. So I'm excited. It, excited to be this here. Is gonna be, this is going to be very exciting. Unfortunately, Kev and Chris are unable to join us today. So Ed and Jimmy are starting off on a different set of rails to go off of today. We're just going to talk about Star Trek. And then we're all been big fans of like Discovery, Picard, the classic stuff that we've, you know, we've talked about in the past. We've had a couple standalone episodes here and there. We felt that with all the Discovery content that's out and the new Picard Season 2 Episode 1 that just dropped the other day, it would be fun to really talk about. So we're going to start with our week in Star Trek. And um, I know we're just kind of winging it from the seat of our pants. I have my Star Trek toys out here, ready to go, including this lovely uh, USS Stargazer at Micro Machines. Think big, Ooh, play small. Does not look like the Stargazer from Picard. Might I add? Nope, certainly doesn't. Certainly doesn't. But they, you know, they they made it better. Like they made they, a couple they, Star Wars X-wing enhancements to it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Precisely. <laughs> So Ed, why don't you talk to us about, like, give us your background on Star Trek. What have you seen? What have you watched? We'll be going full spoilers uh, today, yeah. folks, so be advised. I've seen the original movies. <laughs> you thought I would say... You would have thought I would say the TV series, but I have not seen the TV series original. I tried. Believe me, I tried. It was a little slow, and I was like, I, I just can't. I can't. Maybe, maybe in the background? I don't know. Anyway. The movie, it's a tough one, dude. It's a tough one if you don't grow, if you haven't like watched it growing up. Because going back on it, it's like, ugh. yeah, agreed. Yeah, um, the movies I watched, I watched all of Next Generation once, <laughs> all the way through Marathon. Um, before that, I had watched sporadically a lot growing up as a kid. Um, I've watched all of Enterprise, all of. I feel like it's I've been a long road. Yes, I actually been really liked Enterprise after here. after the first two seasons. It's really good. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Uh, what other shows are there? Uh, Deep Space Nine. I'm working my way through. I took a break from it 
Wait a minute. Like, you started this like three years ago. I know. I'm like, <laughs> what am I, halfway through it now? It's a lot. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's, I, mean, I have no issues more. with it. I actually really like it. It's just I just nice. took a break from it. Um, where you're you at? Do you remember where you're at with it right now? Uh, yeah, they are back in time. 19... Nope, not 19. When... Uh, oh, Gabriel Bell, the Bell Riots? Yes, like the Bell Riots. 20, yes. 20, 20, 30, basically like right now. Exactly. We're yes. not too far off from it. Okay, yeah. that's cool. That's good. That was a good, good, uh, good tupata right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't get through Voyager. I got, I think, halfway through it. Um, what other shows are there? <laughs> Star Trek. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you got Voyager. You got Enterprise. Hold. I mean, you got Discovery. Obviously, we've been watching that. Yeah. So Star. Discovery, which we'll talk about later. I am currently episode, what did I say, f- seven? Seven. Out of 11. Episode seven out of 11, yep, yep. He hasn't even gotten to the mid-series finale, folks, just so that you're all aware out there in the real world. <laughs> but feel free to spoil it, Jimmy, because I will, will still watch it. I don't care. Uh, and Picard I'm caught up on, and that's it, right? Nice. Yeah, I think- I've watched all the movies, otherwise. Yep. Even the new J.J. Abrams stuff. Any? What's your favorite uh, the new the new J.J. Abrams ones? Uh, I'm just between the first two. Yeah, yeah. I like them both. I mean, I Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. I'm I'm a Cumberbitch, so that that ex- oh that moves it up on my list a little bit. Sure, sure, of course, of course. Well, uh, also um, we chat about it, but we wanted to save it and chat about it now. But also coming out on March 24th. This month, Halo. Oh, that's right. Coming from Paramount Plus. Yeah, that like that like that like fucking snuck up out of nowhere. <laughs> I thought it would be this summer. I think I was confusing with Lord of the Rings, I, but I thought it was going to be like next next year or something like that. But I'm actually that's... excited for it. What are, what are you excited for it? You play it? I I I've played it since day one. I've been a Bungie fan back. You know, they were the original Marathon. developers. Marathon, Oni, Myth, The Fallen Lords, and Myth 2 Soulblighter. Oh, um, I didn't play they were They made those real, real-time real strategy games. I still play those games. There's like a really cool little underground community that still plays Myth and Myth 2. Super modded and all that stuff. It's really cool. But uh, I've been playing Halo way since the beginning, Xbox days. But uh, I'm super pumped yeah. for this. But it, again, it like crept up out of nowhere. I, I figured I heard the announcement at the Super Bowl, right? The live yeah. action commercial be like I thought they would say, you know, end of you know Christmas twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three fucking sometime, right? But, but you know we're, it's coming up hard. Yeah, and apparently quick. they're pulling a, a Lucas film and announcing it super late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. It was like, oh no, we fucked it all up. We have no plan, no marketing plan. Let's just throw a trailer out one month in advance. Um, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, Halo's uh, the new Halo game isn't really uh, getting a lot of uh, good good press right now. Actually, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I got out of Halo when they got bought out. I, I started right from the beginning like you did. Loved it. It was like a breakthrough in multiplayer, first-person shooting. Halo Combat Evolved. The, the co-op on Halo 1. The epic, yeah. like, riding your Warthog out of that yeah. exploding ship or whatever you're in. I can't even remember now. Yeah, that was the Pillar of Autumn, the final, final, yeah, uh, final level there. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super awesome. Epic. And 
revolutionary in video gaming, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That was 2000, I think, that one came out. Dude, so many, so many hours into that game. I still have it here somewhere. I may have actually sold it, but I kept my Xbox 360 in some of those games, but... Mm-hmm. Ah, I, I was days, one of man. the rare people that was a fan of the original Xbox controller, the Fat Boy, because it all that the Bear controller. <laughs> it filled your hands. It was good, and <laughs> I used to what that. I what <laughs> I really liked though were the the joysticks on it. They were yep. curved and po- like came to a point, but not like a point point and it like i don't know i just it's just able to aim better with it nowadays it's like a concave mm, your finger like sets inside yeah of yeah and i can't i don't than, love it i don't love it don't yeah love it. i i i agree i well i made the big i made the jump backwards so i went from i started pc to xbox console forever now i'm back on pc as the start of COVID 2020 and then hard for me to go back to a console, uh, you know, just a, yeah. a controller right now. But I got really freaking good at that. PUBG, all the first-person shooters on console. No cheaters on console, or very few anyways, compared to PC. True. But, but back to the point. Cheaters, yeah. Y'all do so many freaking cheaters out there. Like, where I play DayZ right now, it's just so many freaking cheaters. But you got to find them where they can, take clips, and, you know, report them and stuff. And usually happens, ban them, but... Uh, back to Halo real quick. The uh, the Halo Infinite game just got a little patch update or whatever, and it was just a patch update where the expectation was actual more content because they released the game, but they only released a portion of the single player, and the rest of it's just kind of like this open world where you just kind of travel from one spot to another, defeating you know a medium difficulty boss surrounded by X number of dudes, and there's a specialty weapon you have to defeat, and it's kind of like rinse and repeat for all of the different spots around the map, and not a lot of new updates coming out for it right now. So people was, are kind of pissed. Was there a uh, story for it, like a first person, uh, first one player solo campaign? There is in the very beginning, um, but it's for a very short period of time. You only get about play about maybe an hour or two, if that. Oh, um, that's what I love about Halo. Well, and they were going to open this up so that you could play co-op, like up to six people, right? Or whatever your fire team is five or six or four or whatever but they were going to be releasing stuff i, I think i heard may was going to be a day for it but in, in any event i'm really excited for this live action to come i've read the books by uh, eric uh nyland i think fall of reach ghost of onyx um those are i'm just really excited to see dr halsey come to life as a real cool character and you know, see what happens katana same actress is it the same actress oh, as yeah. the one in the game? Same voice. I didn't yeah, know that. Same actress, voice actor. That's, She's actually so live actioning it. Holy shit. See, yeah. I got goosebumps cool. when I heard her voice. I was like, oh my god, it's the same voice. Oh. Chief? Yeah. And the actor That's that awesome. plays Master Chief, I want to add, yes. I may have said this on the podcast already, but he was in 13 Hours. You know that movie? It's. I remember that one. Uh, hold on. Yeah, so John John Krasinski's in it, and it's like a the CIA oh, has a thing okay. in uh, Benghazi, and one of the one of his buddies, uh, special operations buddies, is this guy Pablo Schreiber. Oh, sure. And okay. I remember watching that, and I was like, 
I really like this actor. This guy's pretty... He's slightly funny, which you won't see in this, in Halo. But slightly funny, but really badass. Like, I want to see him in other stuff. Then I was, like, watching the Halo trailer. I'm like, who's playing fucking Master Chief? Fucking Pablo (laughs) Schreiner. It's like, yes. That's pretty cool. I was excited. Nice. Nice. Very nice. So that'll be exciting. That'll be fun when that comes out. Um, We'll see... uh, See what happens on the twenty fourth. Yeah, uh, you know, ready, from know. the trailers, it looks like it could be good. There's a looks like there could be a uh, thirty. I'm going to give it a thirty percent, forty, thirty to forty percent chance it could be bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good because I think you're going to say thirty, forty percent chance of being good. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's video game adaptation, as we know, that does not bode well yes, on the big screen. No. No, I I don't know how this is going to go. I really hope it goes well. I mean, I'm a big I'm a big fan of uh I'm a big fan of uh uh games to film where it's like Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within from uh like 2001. Yes. That's fucking awesome. I, I love that. Silent, Silent Hill movie was good as well. That yep. was an exception. That was actually really good. Um Otherwise, yeah, I, I haven't seen Uncharted, so I don't know about that. But I, I haven't seen that. I, I need to get into that. But like the Final Fantasy thing, because you know, classic game. But I just, uh, I like the story on that, and I love the adaptation they made for it. I want to add that I think what made the first Halo game amazing was the inclusion of the flood. Yeah. You know, that horror feel of, like, mm-hmm. these gross aliens coming out of nowhere and also yep. fighting the Covenant. Now, this Halo TV series looks like it's just, it's slightly focused on the Covenant being the enemy. Mm-hmm. But they mentioned the Halo being a, with this will help us win the war... Uh, right? I mean, it's the game is called fucking Halo. The movie, the yeah. show is called Halo. There's got to be a Halo in so, it. So I'm not sure they'll get there in the first season, but when they get to ha- the Halo, or one of the Halos, there's more than one, right? Um, the flood portion of it is going to be fucking amazing. Uh, that is going to be cool. I, I do agree. I I wonder how they're... Because they can't really retell the game. The game story has already been told a bunch of times. You know what I mean? Through they can the game do and stuff. I, do you think they would do that? They should. Do you think they, they would they, put the whole single player if, game on TV like if that? If they change it, then they can add more to it. But they got to like follow it. Or we're, we're just all going to get pissed. I pretty much sign a petition. All yeah. that, but I think I think they're gonna deal with it like the the origin story of the Spartan program, how they were abducted as children and bio bioengineered to be these super soldiers and stuff like that, with unbreakable bones and you know yeah. enhanced make, me- mental capabilities and all that stuff. Gen- with, you know eugenics and all but that. But with the reveal of mentioning of ha- the Halo, yeah, in the trailer, they're gonna yeah. have to go to the Halo, which eventually, which. Enters the game. Storyline. Storyline. So, hence the flood, and I want flood. That That's just such a good story. I love it. I love yeah, it. That would be cool. That would be cool. Well, so, uh, yeah, that's the look forward to. <laughs> this is a Halo podcast? Mars. What are we this doing? This is a Halo podcast? I, I forgot what we're talking about here. So, we'll go to my week in Star Trek. Uh, I've spent the week actually watching all of the uh, episodes of Star Trek Discovery 
season Ooh. four, um, past the mid-season finale. I'm all caught up with what's current right now. Um, pretty, pretty excited. You know, pretty, pretty interested in seeing all the stuff that comes out. Um, also caught up with the, you know, as Ed said, the Picard season two episode one premiere. That was really exciting. And I went back and watched a bunch of older episodes of Star Trek uh, Next Generation, a couple of them anyways, with Q, like uh, Encounter at Farpoint, and then um, yesterday, or the very last episode of the Star Trek Next Generation series. That one, all good things, I think, parts one and two. That's got some really cool tie-ins, so that's going to be very, Ooh, very exciting. Like um, I have a question. Uh, yeah. Is Discovery this season over? Call me ignorant. There's a couple. No, there's a couple left. There's a couple left. Oh, I didn't realize. I thought it was all out. I was like, and I'm gonna binge it. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You binge it hard right now. There's a few left in here. Okay, all right. I know there's eleven out right now. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so we're gonna go to. um, You know, uh, I actually think we should save the. Are you kidding me? For when we get to Picard. What do you think about that? Yeah, it works. So we'll talk Discovery then. yeah, let's okay. go. Let's go to Discovery. So, new season to Discovery. Well, wait, wait. My week in Star Trek. Oh, I thought we already talked about your week in Star Trek. <laughs> oh, we did. Did we? No, we didn't. We just talked about what your favorite episodes <laughs> and stuff were. Go talk to me about your week in Star Trek. Ed. That was my week. <laughs> yeah. All right. There you go. All right. Shit. Was I fucked up? All right, anyway, did I really I mess that up? Belt. No, no, you're good, dude. But yes. <laughs> all right. I won't edit it out. It's fine. No, no, it's fine. Just have another bellflower. It's good. Yeah. So we're into... So we're going to talk about spoilers all over the place here, folks. You have been warned. But stick around, you know, because it's cool. So anyways, we're into Star Trek Discovery. There's this new alien species. They're calling it Unknown Species 10C. And they're this sort of, you know, gravitational entity that just kind of like appears around you know the, the alpha quadrant in the galaxy and just absolutely sucking up all the resources or destroying this planet or something like that and just annihilating the entire system. So we saw it happen with Quajon, Book's home books planet. Book's home. Yeah, he's, he's, he's emotionally just, fucked. Oh yeah, he is uh, emotionally compromised. Uh, well, he was such a Spock. He was such an in touch with nature character. Like in touch with his planet, in touch you know what I mean? And well, with his, his nephew, right? Cause well, he just, just you know, like his, his ability. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when you lose your home planet, wow. Wow. In front of you. Like, he was there that's when right. it happened, yeah, right? Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. survived the shockwave and the blast. And that's something where, you know, after the events of season three, he really has, like, this, you know, come to Jesus moment where he wants to spend more time with his family, his brother, and his brother's son, his nephew. You know, he goes through this special quasion ritual of coming of age or something like that and then poof the the whole planet just goes gone <laughs> oh, bad timing yeah. yeah so they're trying to figure out you know what is this entity they're tracking through and you know we're just following the events here overall what's your what's your feel what's your flavor of this season so far i've heard i've had mixed so far it's very dynamic um, which isn't Go typical on. Star Trek, but this is kind of going on Star Trek Discovery. I feel like Discovery is like more action packed for like twenty year old viewers. Not that older yeah. can be want ac- can't want action, but um, Go on, you fucking ageist. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel I compare it to Next Generation, and I'm like Next Generation was like a little calmer. 
Like it had its spikes here and there, but this is just like, oh my god, something blowing up planets. We gotta, we gotta True. find it. Um, it does. It does seem to be more like, oh my god, the entire galaxy is going to implode on itself again. Yeah, yeah. And then some ensign dies, and everybody gets super sad. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I know people died all the time on Next Generation. <laughs> yeah, no one cared. Was like, eh, red shirt. <laughs> it was a red shirt. Yeah, red Fun. shirt. Uh, I so far I'm I'm compelled to keep watching so that's a good thing um yeah as far as the storyline and stuff like the what what the so the Navarre that planet so, yeah so Navarre is a combination of uh, Navarre used to be called Romulan. Navarre used to be Vulcan Navarre is Vulcan right okay. but after the destruction of the Romulan homeworld from that we saw in uh, Picard and in the like J.J. Uh, um, Abrams Star Trek remake reboot, yes, yes, where one from that galaxy came over and started that whole shit. Uh, so Romulus implodes, the star goes supernova. So the Romians become a bunch of vagabonds, got to go somewhere. So mm-hmm. they, you know, went back to their ancestral homeworld at some point in that six hundred year period between our Star Trek and Star Trek Discovery. And they've sort of merged on that planet, and they call themselves Navarre now. And there's like a Romulan group and a um, Vulcan group, and there's like you know conservative and liberal sides of it. And there's a group that's like sort of in the middle. And so they coexist on Navarre. Okay, yeah, delicately coexist. Yes. So they're getting sucked back into the Federation. I thought that was interesting. Um, Burnham getting sucked into that talk as well as what uh, the the whole that whole weird alien race that they had to save or something with the that rogue Navarre sister. Remember oh that? yeah, that was a bizarre. I only Is that weird. That it seemed once. it seemed kind of like out of nowhere on the side. It had yeah, nothing I to mean, do with the rest of it. It might come back later because I haven't seen the full season, but. Eh, no, it doesn't really. No, I mean it's a character. It's a character. It's a bottled episode meant purely for character development of Burnham Burnham's relationship with her mother. Mm-hmm. Trying to wrap that up a little bit. The one were you talking about where they're you know you see the little Council of Navarre when they're trying to share the scientific information. That's Unification Three, which Unification Parts One and Two are from the Next Generation where Leonard Nimoy was actually in there trying to unify Romulans oh, cool. and Vulcans. So they call this one Unification, Unification Part Three. three. They directly reference that in a few uh, few points. I thought that was cool. Where Stamus <clears throat> Stamus goes and tries to like throw his theory out there, and they're like, "No, nah, you're fucked up. You're wrong, dude." Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> He's like, "What?" Stamus is a great character. I really do enjoy Stamus. I like him. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Doctor Culber too. I think I'm a Culber fan. Me I like too. him. Oh, his his switch to being um, counselor alive. Oh yeah, ship's counselor. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that because that fits his. His character very well. It's also you'll as you'll see it developing once you watch episodes five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Um, it's it plays more of a you know Star Wars gets into that head Star Wars Star Trek Discovery gets into that head game, mm. uh, and they spend a lot of time there in this series. You know you, there is a lot of action, but there's definitely a lot of um, there is a lot of talking about characters in their headspace and. I'm here for that, um, but I, I feel like sometimes so, yeah, they like look into feel, themselves and figure out what. I feel they're... like there's just a little bit too much of that sometimes. 
and not enough of like I you know like I get it like we're trying to you know pay pay attention to these really important key parts of our character development and implications not just in Star Trek but in the real world but sometimes I think they dwell a little bit too long on them where it's like all right, let's go I want to go. No, but like that's part of the Star Trek identity. I feel like in, in Next yeah. Generation, there's a lot of like you know, with Picard talking to Guinan or or Counselor Troy talking to people. You know, it's just it's mm-hmm. it's part of the identity. So I'm glad they're bringing that back. It is, and and you know, you make a great point because a lot of people give it shit because it's not. It's like this isn't my Star Trek. Bah! Yep, it is. You know what I mean? This is Star Trek made. You know, in 2022, not 1992. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Oded Fair is Admiral Lance, uh, played by Art. He played Art Bay in the and of the Magi in the Mummy back in the 90s. Admiral Lance is the Admiral Lance Admiral in charge. I'm trying to remember names now. He's the uh, he's the I'm playing the the dumb guy. Yeah, no, he's in the gray. He's in the gray Admiral's uniform. He's like the Admiral in charge of Starfleet. I like him. Yeah. Yeah, he was the the Magi guy from from the Mummy. How <laughs> did you say day. that? You're right. Yes. No, I know, and I, I love his character. He's such a great actor too. He's like a him. really awesome voice. He plays the Starfleet Admiral super well. Um, I'm really stoked about that. Have you been introduced to Sean Doyle yet? He's Doctor Ruan Tarka. I don't think so. Yeah, maybe not yet. So he's a wait, character wait, wait. that'll. Is he the? Scientist. Yes, I have. He's the one okay, that like he's developing the spore drive or whatever. Yes, that won't need a person or, or supposedly. But he's a like super cocky. He's like, I know who's behind the DMA and like. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's super cocky. He's all about himself, but he's super smart. So he has his genius to back it up. He's uh, he's got the evil Spock goatee treatment. <laughs> um. And you'll see later on with the more more recent episodes, his character development goes a little bit deeper. You know, you start to, uh, I'll say there's a lot of empathy going on. Mm. You know, there's a reason why he's doing things the way he is. And um, the last thing I'll note about him, again, I mentioned the character's name, the actor's name is Sean Doyle. (laughs) He also played a similar antagonist role as the deputy secretary, Aaron Wright. Are you dying over there? (coughs) Good. You good? Yeah, put the pen down, bro. Put that pen down. Yeah, he's muted. So, I'll just uh, talk about real quick. Dr. Ruan Targer, Sean Doyle, also played uh, Deputy Secretary Aaron Wright in The Expanse. And his character in The Expanse was also very, like, uh, evil, antagonistic, uh, sneaky, just, you know, just the built, just the villain. Straight up the villain. And they pretty much... Like Gene Hackman, whenever they you know casted him for any of his roles, as Gene, with Gene Hackman did that shit. He's got no like, um, See, you don't change anything to his face or anything like that. He's like, ah, grow a goatee and you're good. Throw him on stage. It's all right. Does this character end up being a villain in this? Have I not got that far yet? Oh, uh, spoiler alert! No, no, I'm already getting that vibe. So like, yeah, yeah, he is, he, I'm not surprised. No, he isn't. He isn't the. He isn't a main villain. He isn't a plot main villain. He's just. A bad guy, right? You'll He's see, a hurdle that the heroes have yeah. to jump over. Yeah, but that couldn't that couldn't turn fuck everything up because what he thinks he's doing is right. Okay, one of those types. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he has his own reasons for doing it, and so on. So that's that's uh, 
that's pretty cool. I, I like that they casted his that particular actor, Sean Doyle, for a similar role because he had it in The Expanse for anybody who watches The Expanse out there. God, I fucking love The Expanse. Great series. I got to get back into that. Yeah. It's good, man. Like, we could do a whole podcast just on that that we can you know plan to talk about but let's never do, do it. it like yeah let's let's yeah let's do it as let's we talk, talk about, about it and not do yeah. it yeah <laughs> let's fucking do it but not do it yeah nice nice that's how we're professional folks at Umbram. we'll do like one random episode like this that's right that's right <laughs> uh, i'll say uh, my favorite episode so far and you'll get to it ed is a casino episode naturally Ooh, naturally episode. your favorite yes yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just a couple bits about this episode. You see, uh, you deal with a uh, not a Ferengi, but a Quark-like owner of, of our casino. You know, very similar to that. Um, there's a there's a Leonian poker or Leonian poker, something like that. But it's a poker game, you know, that goes down. Um, you get to see a shapeshifter, like Star Trek Deep Space Nine shapeshifter. As, no way, uh, like Odo. Like Odo, precisely, because when they go back in their natural form, you see them, they have like the weird facial thing, just like yeah. Odo, like all Odo. Like and no all nostrils. Like, and yeah, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no nose. Yep, no face. Um, so you see one of those in this casino, because it's, you know, full of different species and creatures of the galaxy in the universe. Oh, or no, tubular, consumed by yep. Mr. Ed Bossart. Right just now. open 16 the beer. Can. That's right. Mm-hmm. Tubular. Sure, sure. Um, so it's a cool gambling scene, cool fight scene too. You see, uh, oh wow, Oye, or I forgot her last name, but she has a cool little boxing scene. Um, Lieutenant Owoj, Oya, Owoya. I don't know. She's the she's the nav- not the navigator, but she's the um, she the helmsman. Not the helmswoman. Oh, no, I like her. no. She's well, no, because that's Detmer. She has like the bionic piece on her head. Yeah, yeah, I like her. No, Oye is the other. Gosh, what is her station? I don't even know what her station is, but she's next to Detmer in the front. Wait, is she is she the one position. that was like trying to do Ops. something this Ops. past episode I watched, and she yeah. got like shot down. Yeah, she's cool. Yes, too. yes, precisely. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Yeah, she's uh, operations. I think that's ops where that is because she's always yeah. uh, they're doing like shields and power and stuff like that. Yeah, I like her as well. Oh, nice. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to that. It, it's cool. You'll you'll enjoy it, man. You see Saru getting it on, right? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, Saru. Right? Dude, I thought I thought they were gonna have like a sex scene between him and the uh, Navarre president. Just you wait. <laughs> happening there hasn't a, hasn't happened on screen yet but it's gonna there's like the true electricity and going true. on between them oh yeah true and false are they gonna have a hookup on the season true that's definitely happening <laughs> we shall see market that's right scene all right uh anything else on discovery 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 um i just think it's funny when the show makes you really care about someone that dies and then when someone else some other people die. No one cares. It's just weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. That random ensign just died. Shit. Oh well. Sorry, Johnny. Flush him out the airlock. I mean, I I had that complaint early second season. I think it was second season. Maybe it was first season. When when they were, I think it was the very first episode. When they Go were on. they were in the those little pod ships going out to that Klingon 
uh, something on an a- they're in an asteroid belt. They're going out to the thing. There's a clang on there. But on, oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the way, the red shirt dies. And they're like, whatever, move on. <laughs> but yep. then, like, someone no else cares. Yeah, someone else dies. And it's like, we all care about it. It's like, I, I remember complaining about that. And then I still see it now. It's just, funny. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's wearing a red yep. shirt, so. Oh, I mean, naturally. They had, to, they had to just throw it in there. I'm naturally. sure we'll be seeing a lot more Richard once the new Christopher Pike series, <gasps> uh, Star Trek The Final Frontier, comes out. I'm, when is that coming out? Do we know? That's also coming out in the next couple of months. Like I'm going to look at that a lot right of, now. There's a lot of good Star Trek, Halo, Star Wars. There's a whole bunch of shit coming out this year. It's pretty exciting. Oh, man. The Final Frontier series release date. Yeah, what does that say? So, as Ed's looking that up, we're going to transition on to uh, Star Trek Picard Season 2 premiere. Now, this premiere just happened this week. Um, saw it a couple of days ago. Pretty excited, a little bit nervous. To be honest, I really wasn't that wowed by Season 1 of Picard. I think, uh, and as it'll point out, Season 1 was basically just character development for all the characters that we're going to see in the Episode 1 of Season 2 of Picard. And... Mm. Um, I'm fine with it, you know, I'm here for it, but I guess I'll, I've already rewatched this episode, um, and I've really enjoyed this episode, but uh, I'm, I'm ready to kind of get into it. Ed, do you have any, like, general thoughts about this particular episode, or are we still finding out what date <laughs> a Star Trek Final Frontier is going to be coming out? I haven't... Uh, do we have the name wrong? I'm trying to find it now. Star Trek Captain Pike. Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. It's a Captain Pike standalone thing or New World or some Brave New World. Or something. Oh, that's. I, I think that's what it is because I'm like looking up Final Frontier and that's obviously a movie. Strange New Worlds. It's Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. There it is. Yep. Uh, like May 12th or something like that. Yeah. It's going to premiere Paramount May 5th, oh, May. 2022. Okay. All right. This first 10 episode season will run through July 7th. The second season's already announced in G- uh, January 2022. She's coming. Filming. And Anson Mount is amazing. As Pikes, I'm going to say. Dude, Anson, uh, uh, he's dope. Ethan Peck is. Spock. Okay. Just because I'm a cumber bitch. I, I'm not a cumber bitch. I'm not cumber um, What's his name? The guy that plays. Zachary Quinto. Yeah, Quinto. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Zachary like Pinto did a he did a good job, but you know what? Ethan Peck grew on me. Yeah, yeah. For his growing yeah, up. Yeah, he got better. He has definitely I think I'm gonna be I'll be A okay with him. Um yeah. why did I say Cumberbitch? Jesus. Uh Picard. You are a Cumberbitch. Picard. Guess so. so. We're starting out on the farm again. We're starting out on the farm. What did I Fuck think of the winery? First season, you're right. Was was it had its up and downs. It actually started out great. It got really good, and it ended like what? Like nah. okay, weird. Brent Spiner, wait, Data? What? <laughs> I love Brent Spiner, but I do too. And I'm glad they found a way to like get him in. But yeah. it's like the story. Did you, have to, did you really have to? I don't know. Uh, Riker was a great ago. addition. Love Riker and anything. Red alert! Red uh, alert! Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny F, Johnny Frakes, trombone player. Heard this season has started off on a pretty decent foot. I think, like it hit uh, on every yeah. nostalgia front. I got goosebumps mm-hmm. multiple times seeing Guinan. Um, Whoopi girl, Whoopi Goldberg. What yeah, you think Whoopi, about her performance? Great, 
Really good. How nervous were you to see fucking Whoopi back? Because we all seen Whoopi in the last couple of years, and Whoopi seems to have lost a lot of Whoopi. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't no, know if she she's was, really like she there didn't lose anybody. anymore. She didn't lose any guy in. She, so. oh, dude, she nailed that that part. She did it so well. I was so I was so happy to see that. I was when, nervous. Thank you to lie. I'm nervous. That first scene when you see her facing the other way, and she's like. Gives that smile and she's like, I'm gonna need some tea, piping hot or whatever. Earl Grey. Earl Grey. Piping hot. Cause I've been smoking cigarettes the last 18, 20 years. <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. I loved it. You'll, you'll notice too, um, so the bar that she had on the Enterprise D was 10 forward. Yes. And the address when Picard Zapton or Zapton. Oh, I, I saw him look up at the sign. In. What did that mean? It said uh, Forward Park or something like that. Forward Historical thing or whatever. Uh, and her, she was on Forward Avenue, and her bar was at number ten, ten forward. Oh, clever yeah. girl! Clever girl! I like that. That was that was really cool. It was fun seeing Whoopi again. I I thought that you know what. For all they needed, they just needed that. That's all it was. Don't ask for any war whoopee. Keep her behind the bar. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Keep her keep her as the bartenderess. Keep her the, as the Picard introspection. Exactly. Like when he needs to look into himself, mm-hmm. have whoopee right there waiting. Exactly. That's all. You don't need to throw him into anything else. Like, if they start taking Guinan around with them, you know what I mean, on this grand adventure that they're on right now, I'm going to be like, like oh, whoa, whoa, on, whoa, whoa. Come whoa. on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's let's not let's not make this party any bigger than it already is. Seriously, yeah. And, and you know, bring that you bring actors. up the party. You bring up the party. There's a lot of characters going on, and they have now moved on because it's been what you said a year. It's me? been a year. Um, yep. They now all moved on on their own paths. So it's kind of like it feels almost like they're getting rid of characters. I'm not going to say that because it's only been one episode, but now it's like focusing on a few. On the Stargazer, as you mentioned. So I, I don't cool. know. Like, what are we doing with those characters that are now on other ships? Like, the Excelsior, are we going to do our Are You Kidding Me? Boom. Yeah. <laughs> we, I, I mean, we are, so we got, uh, we got Captain, we got Raffi. She's a commander, Starfleet security now. Yeah. And apparently uh, we also have Rios, who's captain of the Stargazer. That's mm-hmm. cool. Agnes, Gerardi, and Soji, they're on Delta. We're all the Deltans. So if you remember from Star Trek, the motion picture, the Deltans are like a race of like, ah, they're like very beautiful, but I can't remember if they're just like very sexual people. Like remind, thinking of like the Rysians on Risa and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so that was cool seeing all the Deltans there. And then Agnes was just like wasted me. Like, you don't want to hook up with me. I murdered my last boyfriend. <laughs> you just want to just none of this, please. And uh, <clears throat> that was pretty hilarious. Yes, I've agreed. grown to like her a little bit. Picard's an admiral, you know. Starfleet admiral works at the academy. At the academy, which makes while. sense. Makes sense. Elnor is a cadet. Yeah. So, was, so, little, so I'm trying to remember what happened with him. He, he's a is he Romulan or Vulcan or something? He's he's Romulan. Romulan. He's of the um, oh I forgot the 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 Quat Malat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Which is typically for women only. Or female Romulans, right? But yeah. he is like an exception because they found him as a child or something like that. But it's cool. He's taking his own path, you know, recognized first Romulan, Starfleet kind of thing. That's cool. I love it. <clears throat> so we're setting up where all our characters are, right? All of our pieces. And here's where everybody is. You get Seven of Nine, Rios' old ship. 
Yeah, they're all like supplies for Thanos. They're all, like, all kind of separate, you know. All our Avengers are kind of fucking scattered around, but it's more like they're DC because they don't do a really good job of it, you know. But uh, they're not Disney, but they're doing their best. <laughs> uh, Star Wars had its issues. Uh, the Force Awakens introducing fourteen fucking character. I don't know how many. I know so many characters. That's characters. what I'm saying. Like, leave, leave, listen, leave Whoopi at the bar where she belongs. Yes. That's where you yeah, need yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where you know you can find her. Because if they're they have this like you know party of ten that they're just like you know going around, there's not enough screen time for everyone to have their own fair shake character development. Well, let's let's uh, let's talk about Rafi and her position. Yeah, well, she was a commander of uh, Starfleet security before, mm-hmm. like olden days, in the whole like um, uh, synthetic. War happened on Mars. Turned, she was was thrown out because she thought it was. Um, they thought she was crazy, blaming it on the Romulans. But turns out she was right. So they're just like, "Oh, come on back into the fold. You're okay." She like, is, she still, is she still sipping on that ethanol though? That's what I'm wondering. I just no ethanol. No, no. I think she's hitting that old Star Trek weed vape. Is what she's got. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my. Are you kidding me? You she really liked. She you? really liked that wine Picard brought though. I don't know. Oh yeah, she did. She did. So all right, hit us with the Are You Kidding Me right now. All tell right, the kid, right, tell right. everybody out here. Tell the kids what what the Are You Kidding Me. Are You Kidding Me is a segment that we usually do for Star Wars that makes one say. So it's a, th- a thing that makes one say. Are you kidding me? So let's do it. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. But it will come up. So in Star Trek Discovery, <laughs> we see the Discovery come through. It gets an awesome retrofit. And you know what happens? It goes NCC, blah de blah blah A, USS Discovery. Right? Yeah, you yeah. see that with the USS Enterprise. When the old Constitution class, she goes down over the Genesis planet in Star Trek Three, the search for Spock, and they build a whole brandy new one, and it's called the Enterprise A. Still. And, but know? they don't go B. They just keep no, they go A because you start at, you know, you start at zero. Oh, zero. I see, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then Star Trek Generations, you have the Excelsior class, they have Enterprise B, the Ambassador class for the C, the Galaxy for D, the Sovereign class for E. Ooh, I love your so, knowledge. I love it. <clears throat> I don't know. This is the Constitution here. class and the Galaxy class. Yeah, the Constitution and the Galaxy and my brain's in there right now. <laughs> and so... Somehow, for some reason, we have the USS Stargazer still around. You mean mm. to tell me that the ship that Picard captained his first command ever before the Enterprise, however many years ago that was at this point, still Hundreds. hasn't been up? Yeah, yeah, thousands centuries, of years, right? Centuries of years, right? They haven't upgraded that goddamn ship to Stargazer A. Like, come on. Are you kidding me? Really? The same thing with the USS Excelsior. I was going to say, what about the Excelsior? You mean to tell me they give Raffi that old-ass ship from Star Trek III, the search for Spock that has a transwarp drive that doesn't work? The ship that Hikaru Sulu commanded starting in Star Trek VI, the Undiscovered Country? I will say, we don't actually... No one ever says the Enterprise B, C, D, you know, like, casually. No, no. No, they always no, just no. say the Enterprise. Yeah, always. So that makes me hopeful that it's actually like Excelsior, like F or something. Nope, because that's where you are wrong, my friend. And let me tell you, if you go to minute 27, right, 
Looking at about minute 27. In the Picard episode? In the Picard episode. We're looking at minute 2739. You see Picard watching Rafi go, and you see the USS Excelsior NCC 2000, and that's it. <laughs> what the these fuck? Are all their assignments so she's the in some old ass like like Oldsmobile, like just. <laughs> you see, that's why she. That's where she hides her weed, right? Those old Excelsior class ships, man. Dude, they got they got little nooks and crannies that like Sulu probably used to hide his shit in. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, Sulu. Oh yeah, Sulu probably's got some nice hidden gems in there. Uh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Oh, my. <laughs> so, also, if you go, if you jump to minute 44, 33, um, what's very interesting is that you see, like, a wide angle of, uh, of, the, sh- of the fleet, the Starfleet that's in front of this, uh, you know, spoiler alert, the fucking Borg are back. Oh, surprised. Yeah. Yeah. yeah who, uh, immediately, when that, like, spatial rift appeared, I was like, it looks like a transwarp conduit to me. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. But, yeah. It looked like it to me. It looked like a rip in space with green shit around it, which green usually represents Borgs. Listen, green means Borg. Up means up. Down means down. Left, right, center. Like those are green is Borg. Green. green is Borg. Unless you're the Romulans, but this type of green, no, true. definitely the Borg. Definitely the Borg. But anyways, at forty four thirty three, you have like a nice little like wide shot of the Borg ship opening up before it, you know, sends this little alien thing over to the Stargazer. But you see the USS Excelsior, and it's. Still Still looks like that old ass motherfucker. Oh, Star Trek. Did I miss that? Spark, I totally Leonard Nimoy. I totally missed that. Oh my god, she's it, how it many years looks, old is that ship? I dude, what? It's got to be at least a hundred. Oh my god! Right? I well, I was gonna look it up. Are you kidding me? I'm too lazy to. But it looks like there's a Farragut class ship in that picture as well, and a Kira class. Um, it looks like there's a sovereign class. Now that's the, that's the class of the USS Enterprise E in this little. I was gonna say it, yeah. we're in a time period beyond Empire Enterprise E. Like, why yeah. is the fucking Excelsior still around? I know. Wait, that gets the upgrade, but that one doesn't. Like, decommission that, that shit, break it apart, throw the parts on some new ship. Like, come on. I know, I know. Or maybe because it's such an old ship, because they have the USS Constitution that only stays within Earth's orbit or Earth's, uh, you know, yeah, the it Terran stay system. Yeah, there, and then it thing. won't do anything when it need, need it. Exactly. Well, it's a, it could be a cadet training ship, too. You never know. Rafi? Yeah. <clears throat> would Rafi like that? I don't know. Uh, she needs something chill to, you know, ease her mind back into it. But <laughs> definitely some weird little Borg Queen thing that beamed onto their bridge being like, Picard, help us. And it's like, oh, really? When she's she really going to be there for... Shoved her tendrils into the ship and just started sucking it dry. That was interesting. I know, I know. Self-destruct <laughs> alert, Picard. Zero, zero, zero. Destruct, Picard. Destruct, zero. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Yeah, very original password there. Jean-Luc. Whew, thank God. I mean, a man at his age, he's almost a century old. You can't get to pick something to remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, so. So this this sets up, this sets up. Re-involvement of the Borg. However, there's a slight thing in the edge of your mind because they, it started out as needing help. The Borg needed mm. help. That was the original message. I mean, that could be just them playing around. Mm-hmm. But what does that mean? Do they actually need help? Yeah, and we don't really get a resolution to that. No, we don't. We don't. So uh, that sets up a an interesting story going forward. As we know from the trailer, 
we do a little Star Trek four back in time action. So we'll oh, see Jesus. how that goes. I, people gave uh, people gave this shit. Like being like, oh wow, Picard was so shitty. They have to like you know go back in time to be the big budget saver and borrow a bunch of shit from like you know the a Shield. Movie. Yeah, yeah, right. Like let's go borrow it from the Shield or some other CBS show filmed in Los Angeles that we can borrow their props for. But Star Trek has always had a history of doing these time travel series, these time travel shots, like or, what you're looking at right now with yeah. Gabriel Bell and DS9. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or or um, holodeck stuff where they do the same thing. Holodeck stuff. I mean, some of the worst episodes with the fucking Robin Hood men and tight shit. You know what I mean? That was where they really go not super good. back in time. Yeah, no. Yeah, I but, mean, you had Kirk and Spock in the original series. I think it was like episode thirty-three or something like that, where they got the Nazis they're dealing with. So it's like, mm. and then City on the Edge of Forever. They go back in time for that. Back in like the nineteen fifties, sixties. No, I think it's thirties. I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, was that was that the detective one? Was uh, there a detective that, one where it's where Data was like a detective or something? That is that was the that was Picard's like little fantasy that he does. Um, that's he's a detective. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I yeah. forgot I forgot the name of his character, but I think you know it would it would be Star Trek to pull some kind of bullshit because we don't know what their true intention was, right? You know what I mean? When he self destructed because he kind of just killed himself and everybody there come find out, you know what I mean, full circle. Turns out they probably do really want to come in peace, you know what I mean? But, but do they? We don't know because some other amazing character shows up. Uh, yeah, so final scene, this made me very <laughs> very sad. I watched it. I, I Jimmy has a, a never-ending boner because of this. I pulled, I pulled a Kev Garbett, leapt out of my chair. My wife was like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I said, it's John Delancey Young version. Which... I'm gonna add was really well done. I it was so great. They did like a little. They did a little deep fake CGI on him, and they uh, oh, and then and then he's like, "Oh, you're older now. Shit, I'll just match you." And the, like that was so smart. I loved it. Great oh, execution, Dad. Oh, how I missed you. Oh, and he came. Picard's just like, no, 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 no. Uh, how? How fun was that for him to act out and voice again? Oh, I bet. I bet. Well, I'm freezing. Oh, you're, lo- you're looking at minute 5226. They did a real good deep face CGI facial, whatever they did with uh, John Delancey. He's like, Mo Capita. Oh, look how you've aged. And he just like to snap. He's like, here, let me go do this to, let me go do this to make, you know, make myself look old like you. You know what I mean? Like, that's the very clever genius narrative plot point just to throw in there. Then you don't have to spend all that money doing this the entire time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very well executed, in my opinion. I think the deep fake stuff, like you saw it in Star Wars with Luke, now in this, like they're doing. Scarily good. Is that a word? Scarily? They're, they're doing big stuff. Q! Goddamn Q! <laughs> he looks so disappointed. We're all, like, happy to see Q. He's, Picard is not happy at all. Oh, yeah. He's just, like, he's shaking his head like he's gone psycho. He's like, no. Fuck. No, it can't I be I thought Q. I was rid of you. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my God. But, hey, you know what? Q's come in at the point where Picard pretty much dies every time and has saved his ass. Oh, I have a question for you. So... Q, uh, Picard wakes up in this like different time where things are different. Is that the prime or what do they call the the, the alternate 
times. Alter, or you think the mirror universe? You thinking like like where where Lorca then? was from? That thing. I I thought the same. I don't know. I tried same? to look. Because he has a look. droid, and he, he sees a portrait of himself being like all military, and that was the first thing I thought. I was like, "Oh, he's in that fucking mirror universe." Yep. Thing. It could be that. It very well could be that because you know we've already experienced the mirror universe a few times now, uh, in Discovery and in all the other different um, <laughs> in every series series, which is cool. Which is cool. Again, that's on brand for Star Trek. So. I wonder if it's going to be that, but also I think it was the encounter at Fairpoint, Star Trek The Next Generation pilot episode, right? When Q, Q's the main antagonist that appears there, and he's into this, this courtroom scene, and all the people are all the place, and they say, oh, it's from your most violent time in your history, 2033, mm. or something like, you know what I mean? So they may shift it to like match it's like, like testing humanity, but like Picard's yeah, like humanity is Exactly. Humanity is always on trial, and the Q Continuum have chosen Picard as humanity's representative. Yeah. No pressure. And, uh, and, and Q says here, it's like, oh, no, <laughs> Jean-Luc. You know, the trial never ended. This is the end of the road not taken. So it's like, oh, yeah. Wow. I, 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 like, every time I see Q and him... Like, as characters, Q and Picard talk. I feel like they could be friends. Like, and I want them to be friends. I but, know, right? But I don't... Not I, even frenemies, man. Not even frenemies. Uh, I don't I don't know if it can happen. And I, I, I kind of wish this season, like, makes it happen. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, this is the chance ever. for them to make it happen. But I don't... <clears throat> no, if, it, if, it, if this is, like, you know... Um, uh, all good things like the final episode in uh, TNG series, you know, it's, it, they mentioned that too, you know, Q, Q has a, in uh, a, a fascination with humanity, almost like a master and a puppet kind of fascination with it. And so I don't think he wants to see humanity erased. So he'll give, he puts all his cards in Picard, <laughs> so to speak. And, and, he gives him like enough to figure it out. You know what I mean? It's like, is he smart enough to do it? Is he worthy of human? Is he worthy of being humanity's humanity's ambassador? And is he going to save humanity? Kind of thing, because that's always Picard's big thing. Because he can't focus on hooking up with Laris. Laris clearly ex Shiar operative turned close confidant sommelier of the fucking Picard winery. It's just like, listen, Picard, I'm here. I'm ready to make the move. The door's open. Let's go. And Picard's just like, I don't know. Hi. My dick can't even. <laughs> I'm so I, I old. I don't know if my Cialis works. <laughs> I need to re up my Cialis prescription. I was like, watching them. I'm like, Jesus. Doctor, they're really Dr. Boss Hart. Dr. Boss Hart was my prescription for Cialis. You kind of sound, uh, like, sound like Bane. Thank <laughs> <laughs> <I> you. <grew. laughs> Um, I, uh, I, yeah, I, I, um, we'll I, I actually really liked where they went with that because you never really see the romantic side of Picard. I mean, maybe once, but I don't remember it. <laughs> a um, couple times he had, he always had like a thing with Beverly Crusher, but he would never cross the line. Yeah. You know, yeah. he had a thing with this other commander. I forgot her name, but it was, she's a female commander. She's a scientist. 
I mean, of course, she's female car- carbons. Anyways, um, it was an episode where they were tied together, but she went on a way mission where she almost died. Mm. Her car was like, nope, this yeah, can't work. Can't because do I it never, now. I can't, I can't do it where you could be in danger and I have to like watch you die because of something I ordered. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. kind of, he's been, he's been traumatically scarred from all of his past romantic relationships somewhere yeah. even at the yeah. there's an academy episode again a time jump where q is there you know what i mean like he has a girlfriend who just like slaps him across the face because he was a womanizer at the time or something like that oh, is q gonna take advantage of this he totally is right he's totally gonna bring La- what's her name laris you said laris 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 yeah, yeah l-a-r-y-s he's totally gonna bring laris into this come on it's like It'd really be interesting i, I mean know. i mean enter enter guinan helping him perfect um I think this is a really cool character development situation for Picard that we haven't encountered before, and I, I like that they're going that direction. So. His last final frontier. Love. Himself slash love. Yeah. Love. Yeah, okay, whatever. It's true. It'll be fine. It's but true. I- Dude, Picard has <laughs> conquered every fucking thing except love. That's true. This is very true. So are we going to see Q in every episode? So here's the thing with Q, right? Uh, how often mm. were you going to see John Delancey? He's the conductor, man. He's the conductor. He is, but are we going to... We're never going to see... We never see it from his perspective. It's always from true. someone else's perspective. And we're not going right? to see That's, it from... Uh, it, it'd be bad if we saw it from his perspective. It I is. Think. It, I like you know, it. Don't, don't lift the veil now. I like the light sprinkle of Q. He's so good. And he's so good at what he does. It's, and oh. he's still got it. You know, and oh, God, definitely. God bless him for putting this together. I loved this episode. I think everything they did in season one built up all these characters that we now have a relationship with, like Doctor Gerardi and Sochi and Rios and um, uh, Raffi, you know, and Elnor too. You know, mm-hmm. Romulan get out, El Raff or Elnor. Yep. I, um, yeah, it's going to bring them all together. Maybe it's going to bring them all together. They're all going to be. We've already seen them in like the clips. You know what I mean? So. We're going to see them there. It's going to be cool. It'll be fun. Hopefully, it's not as cheesy as a voyage home. Hopefully, it's like <laughs> mentally impactful, like the Gabriel Bell riots gets people thinking on it. And hopefully, it's not as cheesy as the Kirk and Spock, Kirk and Spock Nazis. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm hoping for. Don't be cheesy like Kirk and Spock Nazis. Just don't do it. It's not. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, I'm, I'm excited. It's got a great setup going forward. I'm interested to see how the Borg factor turns out. Yeah. Because I feel like the Borg might slightly be a pawn and not, you know, the actual enemy. Like Q might be the actual enemy. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, mean, we have seven there, you know? They were asking for help. They were asking for help, right? So is this humanity's test? Like humanity's... um, most evil and toughest foe ever faced mm. is humanity and the Federation going to extend an olive branch and welcome their most, you know, hated enemy into the fold. That's a big one. We had that discussions already set up in season one with the freed Borg, uh, Borg drones and stuff. True. Very true. Yep. Are they going to continue to bring this around? I'm all here for it. I mean, you got the Borg, you got the Romulans, some of my favorite bad guy characters. You got John Delancey, who is just clearly bringing his A game to this. Oh, yeah. 
I'm, well, I'm well, uh, what's her name? Six of seven or seven of eight? Seven of nine. Seven, seven of nine. Carrie <laughs> Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm so fucking Oh, that's right. You haven't, really, you haven't really watched Voyager. No, that's Yeah, okay. that's right. Yeah. Seven of nine? That's her name? Okay. Um, seven of nine. Tertiary adjunct of Unimatrix so she, zero one. She's part Borg, correct? Or she was, Borg? She or? was assimilated when she was like seven years old. Uh, her, her origin story was described in a Voyager episode. Uh, but they pick her up in the Delta Quadrant. Um, turns out, you know, Borgdrome, freed human. Cap- Captain Janeway, like, nurses her to health mentally, like, teaching her how to be human. Turns out in real life, Cave Mulgrew absolutely fucking hated working with Jerry Ryan. Weird. Weird. Um, Weird. Speaking um, of, USS Janeway. Anyway, um, yeah. Prodigy. <laughs> Back to... Orange is the New Black? Seven of nine. Yes, Orange is the New Black. Seven of nine. Um... I kind of like that she was super, 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 super anti-Borg, even though, like, she was yeah. like, no, 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 fucking destroy it, like, don't do anything yeah. with it. Yeah. You wonder, it's like, uh, are the Borg gonna, like, it's not fair that they should get it so easy to be welcomed in when I had to work so hard for it, well, or at, just knowing that these, this is their, to be their way. At this point in time, she's gonna say, I told you so. Yeah. So, well, we'll see, we'll see. And that's going to send her on a tear, and she's going to make some rash decisions, and they're going to say, see, well, yeah. you shouldn't have used your emotions to guide your actions. She's so. currently the Han Solo of the Star Trek. Oh, clearly. Because doesn't give a fuck. Fire first. Give me both phaser rifles. Hell yeah. I'm here for the Fender. She's smuggling so, shit man. for the good of humanity. You saw those were, all, um, those were all medical, Starfleet medical supplies, too, because yeah. Starfleet medical sickness. She's doing good. In a Han Solo style. She's doing good by the people of the Quadrant. Yep. And I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. Anything else from Picard? Nope. I think uh, it's good. It's a good setup. Good first first episode. Uh, we'll talk next... Maybe. Next week. No, I was saying we're talking next week. I was like, no, nah, we won't. We'll talk we'll about Star Trek. Star Wars. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. touch it, but we'll touch upon uh, Star Trek, Picard, and Discovery maybe in our weeks in Star Wars going forward once yeah. these seasons wrap up. We'll just, maybe we'll do a little five-minute blip, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Just to let it how it goes, but... There's, there's, the there's scruffy-looking people in Star Trek. We can do it. There's, a, there's some scruffy-looking frenemy lens out there that might have an interest in Star Trek. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> No, we're happy about it. We are, but just remember... Never tell the same lie twice. (laughs) Just don't ever do that from our man, Mr. Elam Garrick. Well, folks, that brings to a conclusion episode 189. Thank you for joining us on this cool little Star Trek spinoff episode that we did here. It is always a fun and a pleasure to talk about something other than Star Wars, which is pretty much every week lately, but that's okay. You can check us out, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram... All the links will be in the description on our twi- Twitch post. Nah, just kidding. Twitter post. <laughs> this is Jimmy Dice sipping on some canar. See you later. Everyone deserves to have some drinks with Guinan. It's deserved. This party's over.